to That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. The good bad guys of wrestling podcasts are back talking all things of the week that was in professional wrestling. I'm Brian. We are in the aftermath of WrestleMania weekend. And if you think the wrestling world would slow down and ease up a little, you couldn't be more wrong, my friend. <laughs> Jason's here. Joe's here. We we probably won't hear from Kevin. I think he's on the road, but we, we shall see if he does a run in. Do uh, I need to uh do I need to start questioning his dedication to the podcast at this point? I don't know. I, he he I like I like how on Sunday you questioned mine the guy yes. who only missed one episode and you said well, where's your now. loyalty pal two now yeah, yeah no it was an extra it shouldn't count <laughs> yeah, yeah the guy who only missed one episode and you're like yeah joe where's your loyalty i gotta i gotta wake up in six hours no i had to be on the road in six hours big difference you had to wake up even see, earlier see, if you would have yeah. known if you would have been there you would have known i didn't say that so eh, whatever no, you did. I listened. But then it was also funny, too, that you no, said you, that said you, you had to drive somewhere in six hours. And I said, I got to drive somewhere, too. Oh, that's true. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, no, that was that was funny. Question Kevin's loyalty. I'm like, my loyalty got questioned. Yeah. <laughs> well, an extra. The, the the rivals episodes already begun. Uh, <laughs> we'll see if Kevin joins us. But nevertheless, yeah, when we did last speak, um, we, we, of course, did our, our reaction pods for night one of WrestleMania, night two. And Kevin and I were in shock that Roman retained over Cody. Jason was like a man possessed, hyped over Roman winning. Joe, since you weren't there, as we know. Quickly, let's give your thoughts on night two of WrestleMania overall. And, of course, Roman defeating Cody. Okay, uh, I'll be very quick because you guys uh, nailed it on Sunday night. Night one was greater than night two. But night two had the best match of the entire weekend, which was uh, Gunther, Sheamus, and Drew, by far. Like, that thing is going to be on my WrestleMania playlist for years on out. <laughs> now, with Cody and Roman, that could have been. But the ending doesn't make it rewatchable. So, it was a great match. Eh, I understand why they did it. I don't like it. Uh, I thought it was... I, Thought it was a great way to end the story. They they have something else planned. Hopefully it works out. But it ruined the fact that it's not a rewatchable match now. That's not you know true. how you have those rest. But it, yes, it is. I no, think it's, it's not. A, how many it's times funny. have you rewatched it, uh, Brock versus uh, Undertaker WrestleMania Thirty? Quite a bit. You haven't seen. I haven't because it's like the shock value. That you know, is the coming, so it kind of takes it away. That is what's wrong. It was a great match, though. It was a great match, though. The internet wrestling community. They all think they have the answers. Well, guess what? Oh, you if sound you like Billy Ray. That match close enough, you'll see uh, me all through the match on I the rail. I saw you a lot. Oh, so now it we have to me. watch it back. Uh, <laughs> did you see so, Jason okay. Joe live? Yes. So oh, many I didn't times. see. Okay. I didn't so see. So many it. times. You can't miss that jacket. <laughs> yeah, right. you were and you were standing up just to make a point that you're like I'm surprised <laughs> I didn't see you when Cody was sitting in the ring looking all dejected. You sitting in the back going, I was right, I was right. I, I can't believe they didn't put up my lower third, but that's a whole nother story for another time. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I Brian, I, that's your thing. That's your beef with yeah. production. So clearly. No, I thought it was I thought it was okay. a great match, but I didn't like the ending. But you know what? I'm not I it kept me invested 
I didn't sure. text throughout the whole thing. I I wasn't online. I wasn't doing anything. I was just watching the match. And then all of a sudden, as soon as the one tooth solo hit the spike, like text messages from you guys and everyone else who I knew was watching WrestleMania. And I'm like, I, I'm just going to bed. There it is. So I don't yeah. think well, too much of it. The one thing that I did not bring up this weekend was watching Hell in the Cell from 15 feet away. It's not. It's not a good place to be for a Hell in the Cell match. No. Live. <laughs> Is it just because the you can't see through the cage? Well, or? it's the it's the support the beams in the oh, middle of the pieces that hold pieces it. together. And yeah. yeah, it was hard to see, and a lot of it happened on the other side, over by the uh, announce table. But I mean, it was just a spectacle. You know, my my wife wasn't really feeling it, but like. You know, we got a great edge entrance. We got a great Balor entrance. Oh, yeah. I mean, when Balor got split open, I don't know if you've seen his post on Instagram. He's got oh. some nice staples running through the middle of his head like a zipper. Uh, but I didn't. Did also you see Seamus's about- reply to it? I don't think so. Pints? Balor went Question the 14 mark? staples. Uh, his response was, it's called an Irish cut. Ah, <laughs> gotcha. Man, gotcha. Um also, I didn't talk about uh, me and Stephen Amell, uh, night mm-hmm. one. That was night one. He, he was a couple rows in front, and he was super cool. Heels is returning this summer. Uh, I know both of you still haven't watched it, even though I've told you to watch it many times. But as we established a couple weeks ago on this pod, that's par for the course. Mm. Uh, you guys just don't listen, and you should. Uh, Who's talking? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You do um, want to tell zoom, a story who, too about zoom, who this? Uh, <laughs> about your your tickets on Sunday. Yes. Is that re- in reference to Hell in the Cell, or is there more to this? No. So, uh, I mean, it's no secret if you've watched on social media, I have really good seats. Now, Amazing I have I have a I have a connect who helps uh, make that happen. Not like the one that Green Kool Aid Man has, but <laughs> I have a guy. Right. And uh, they reached out to me midweek and said, hey, I have two tickets for you for each night. Now, at this point, the tickets that I had bought last year, I gave those to my wife's hairdresser because her and her boyfriend uh, were going. So uh, they were in like the 500s. I had tickets in the 100s. So, um, you know, Evelyn and her boyfriend, you know, they had the good seats. So uh, Saturday, everything went as fine. We got to the parking lot. I, I sent a text. They sent the tickets squared up. So Sunday, still didn't have tickets. And uh, we get to the parking lot. And I'm like, I don't want to seem greedy by asking for more tickets, even though it said, I have tickets for you for both nights. So we'll just say I get to the parking lot at two. And uh, I had, you know, a couple uh, broken skull IPAs and double IPAs, which I've learned that my, my, for me to for me to be buzzed but functional, it's one IPA and one double IPA That's for the, the for the nice the buzz. Yeah, it. yeah. So, um, so it's two o'clock, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. And the connect has been very casual um, with their responses. You know, emojis. You know, thumbs ups. You know, stuff like that. So. I just kept it real casual. Now I said, you know, we're here, but uh, I wanted to see if you had that extra pair. And that was two o'clock. So I, 
the plan was always to look for other tickets just in case the connect didn't come through, which if it didn't happen, I would have been okay with because of what, you know, they gave, they got, we got 10th row for night one. So, uh, we're looking, you know, having a couple of beers and I found some tickets that were where I wanted to be with a price tag of about $1,100 for two. Damn. So, uh, that was what we were going to do. 1100 for both of them or each for both, for both. It's like a good deal. Yeah. So then I said, well, I don't want to buy them yet because if they reach out and say, Hey, I got your tickets. So we're in the parking right. lot and um, I see this guy cosplaying as Roman Reigns <laughs> from head to toe. Roman Reigns, my, I think was his name. Yes. If you saw <laughs> yeah. my tweet, you know that this yes. dummy had a fucking AEW title belt. Oh, that's like, bro, a, that's are you a lost? Fail. Yeah. Are you yeah. lost? Like, like the shirt and the thing and, and, and the shoes, you know, he was all in. <laughs> Uh, he was then, all in, except but, for yes. the title. <laughs> except for the title. So I said to my wife, "Well, let's hang till three forty-five. If we don't get a response by three forty-five, we're gonna buy these eleven hundred dollar tickets." So we go back, and you know, you know, it's 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 not a typical like balls out tailgate. Like we were literally just sitting in the in the trunk of my Explorer, just having a couple of drinks, you know, having some snacks, and. Uh, where it's getting close. And then I start looking for other tickets. Like mm. maybe there's something ringside or something closer for maybe like 1500. So um, at 345, I'm about to buy these other tickets because the hadn't heard from the connect. Right. At 344, <laughs> I get a text. Say what, do you, bell. what do you mean you don't have your tickets yet? And I said, I never got them. Nothing has come. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, like, literally one minute away from having to spend another thousand, uh, luckily the connect came through. Um, the reason I thought it was just, it was just that, you know, it's proof that patience can be a good thing mm-hmm. in anything. So, whatever you're in, if you're, you know, a little antsy about waiting, just give yeah. it a little time. Because, uh, you know, things can come through. I'm the perfect example of that. And I ended up in the sixth row uh, at WrestleMania night two. Yeah, so Absolutely incredible. I'm glad that paid off. Con- I was nervous. And pictures and yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> oh, I mean, believe me, man. I've got big decisions. Yeah. I've got a lot that uh, I have to go through this weekend. Now, the plan for social posts and YouTube will... Uh, I'm hoping to do a lot this weekend and then roll everything out uh, per day next week. So Monday, most likely, will be the FTR podcast. Uh, Tuesday will be SmackDown. Uh, Wednesday will be night one. Uh, uh, Thursday will be night two. Uh, and then um, I took off from uh, being a content creator on Monday. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. And actually enjoyed Raw for anything. the most part. Um, but... Yeah, so hopefully by next week, the videos will be out. Uh, I probably will just kind of do like a clip show, not necessarily a... I think there's one video of me walking into SoFi and like losing my mind, realizing how fucking close we were, but uh, you'll see that next week. And um, yeah, I said something 
Oh, you wanted to get into the FTR podcast. I right? did. So, yeah. So we'll, we'll see the video, like I said, maybe on Monday, but you want to give a, a little rundown of how that was. Cause that started off your mania week. And that was kind of the one non WWE thing you got to do. Yeah. It was the only thing that I wanted to do. Like WrestleCon's cool. But if you saw the news this week, shit went down at WrestleCon. Uh, fuck Rick Steiner. Hashtag yeah, fuck Rick sad. Steiner. And I've, I've done that shit before. And I almost went for Ric Flair to get, uh, I have this autograph photo. It's usually behind me, but uh, it's Hulk Hogan uh, is signed. And then Ric Flair in a bloody TNA match. Uh, and I wanted to mm-hmm. get Flair to sign it, but it was $50 to get into WrestleCon. And then for Ric Flair to literally just write Ric Flair, it was 96. Like no nature boy, no woo, no 16 time, mm. nothing. So I was no like, descriptions, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm good. So uh, the, uh, the, the FTR with Dax was at the Biltmore Hotel, which is where WrestleCon was. And uh, it's this hotel downtown, uh, horrible parking situation, but, you know, we, we figured it out, made it work. And uh, it was, you know, wrestlers everywhere. Uh, we went and had a quick little dinner prior to the event. And, uh, you know, it was a very small room, probably 75 people, maybe. Wow, if that. that's cool. And it was uh, Dax, Cash, Wardlow, Sean Spears, and Will Hobbs. Uh, of course, for the Pinnacle guys, Will Hobbs and Dax have become friends, you know, through their time. So, uh, you know... Hobbs came out first, did about 15, and then Cash came out. And now, meanwhile, and if you're not familiar, Dax is a tequila connoisseur, and there were tequila bottles everywhere, and they were drinking tequila straight up throughout the whole night. So Cash came out, and then, you know, they talked a little bit, and then um, the uh, Ass Boys showed up, right. disrupted the whole thing. Uh, I was front row for this. A lot of trash talk and um, insults. You'll see that in the video. Like I said, it's on our YouTube channel. And I believe it's on our socials as well. Should be. Um, you know, then Sean Spears came out. Um, Wardlow came out. And it was just a lot of fun, good stories that you don't get to normally hear. You know, it was about Spears, how, you know, he hasn't been on TV in like eight months. And he's fine. There's just nothing for him. Wow. You know, then, you know, Warbo talked about how, you know, he was basically a rookie during the pinnacle time. And, you know, it was stories about the, um, the what was the stadium thing called? Stadium Stampede. Stadium Stampede. Stadium Stampede. Yeah. So apparently when they filmed that, they filmed that until like 5 a.m. Wow. And uh, Cash was telling a story that somehow some fans got through. Oh. And, uh, and they were like yelling. And that Cash was like, look, man, if you come any closer, I'm going to fuck you up. I will beat your ass. And they kept getting closer. <laughs> they awesome. kept getting closer. And he, and he was like, this is your last warning. I'm going to fuck you up. So uh, security got these, these fans out or whatever. But the story really took a turn because MJF was there about 40 yards behind them when all this was happening. MJF comes up and he's like, so like, what would we have happened if uh, they would have gotten close? And basically Cash said, Max was a pussy, and he was like, I would have fucked those dudes up. That's what would have happened. Like, so there was just a lot of that. Like, That's you fine. can tell there's animosity with Max and through that whole thing because, as we've talked about before, Dax said that the pinnacle was supposed to raise up everybody, not, and it only ended up raising up 
Max. So yeah. uh, it's a great podcast. They're not. I don't think they're releasing it. I think it's available on Fight. If you want to subscribe to the rest, I think it's like a WrestleCon weekend kind of package. Like all the podcasts were there, and uh, it was just a great time. The uh, newsworthy thing that I found interesting because there was a lot of CM Punk news last week, which is interesting. Uh, CM Punk texted midway through, <laughs> uh, you know, and then it basically just said, uh, tell everybody there I miss them. So, you know, that was an interesting thing. They did a Q&A and then they did like a VIP reception after where they were just passing out tequila to everybody. Um, yeah. I did not drink any because I had to drive. I'm responsible like that. Um, talk to the FTR guys uh, about Gino Hernandez and Chris Adams. I've been on this world-class kick. Uh, Dax went off about how actually Gino Hernandez and Tully Blanchard were a better team than Gino and Chris. Uh, talked to Sean Spears for a few minutes about, you know, he's a new dad. Right. Uh, congratulations right. for that. And Cassie, yep. Yeah, I can't wait for him to get back on TV. And the line for Wardlow was just absurd. So I was like, I'm out. But I did get to see uh, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Oh, your buddies. Uh, friends of the show. Um, they have a their promotion, Winter Circle Pro Wrestling, has a show coming up uh, April 21st. So if you're in Southern California, the card is ship, shaping up pretty well. It's, uh, it's going to be a pretty great card. And yeah, and then... Um, you know, Thursday night was that. Friday was SmackDown. My nephew uh, made the trip to uh, hang out and watch our dog for the weekend. And uh, as a 24-year-old guy that he knows about wrestling, he doesn't really follow it, uh, I took him to SmackDown and the Hall of Fame. Uh, SmackDown, I had never seen a battle royal before. That's live. fun. Yep. And oh. uh, never seen one. And it was interesting. And, of course, um, not just for SmackDown, but the whole weekend, the most over talent uh, for the weekend was L.A. Knight. And he oh, didn't have any. Yeah. L.A. Knight chants everywhere. Yeah. Hopefully something yes. on SmackDown tonight. Yeah. Oh, oh, I hope. I, that's, why I sent, that's why I sent you that text on Friday. I'm like, is it coming off as loud in oh, their arena oh, yeah. as it was on TV? Because they weren't hiding it. And if they were, yeah. they were doing a terrible job of it. Yeah, it was uh, it was quite the scene Friday during the battle royal, and then when he got eliminated because he was like in the la like the final four. He was uh, in the final four, yeah. And then he got eliminated, and then uh, we only stayed for Stacy Keebler uh, in her induction. Not that um, you know, I just the hall. I mean, my, the Hall of Fame didn't really do it for me this year. So if I was gonna go and uh, see anybody, you know, we saw her. And then we uh, exited for uh, the, uh, you know, we just left for the night. Now, um, did go to the Superstore. Do we want to play the, oh, how much did Jason spend? Yeah, we got to play. We go ahead, play. Brian. I'll go. Um, exact amount, please. Yes. Yeah. 229. Joe? I'm going to go with $485. <laughs> what do you think I am? Nuts? Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> well, you were close. Four twenty-one. Oh! So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I win prices yeah. right rules. But yeah, prices yeah, right rules. Price. That is you. So, man, I um, got screwed over again on WrestleMania weekend uh, on a technicality. Yeah, you, you know, I was I, closer, but <laughs> I, I um, 
I got the mini belt like I always do. I got this yep. cool shirt with all the different face paint, and then there's more face right. paint people on the back and sleeves and stuff. I, like uh, I got a couple of the I was theirs. Um, I did get the new LWO shirt since I predicted that years ago. Um, I got the white. We are the we are the ones. Are we the mm, ones? That's sharp. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife got a hoodie, and um, I think that's it. But it was it was a little pricier this year. I mean, the big thing was the belt. It was one forty nine yeah. or something. But uh, here, let me grab it. It's got a cool so the mini there. belt. No, yeah, the mini belt. It's got a cool case. Um, oh yeah. Oh, that is cool. That's worth it. <laughs> Action. Action. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know it opens up in the front. For those listening, it's like it looks like a uh, the directors and the action. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah. Nice. So, right. so every uh, pay per view I go to, I pick up the mini belt. Um, I think I'm up to five now. Yeah, this is number five. So, and that you and said you've always... never seen a battle royal, so you've never been to Royal Rumble. Doesn't count as a Royal Rumble. That's, it's the that's Royal Rumble. different. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just making sure. All I've right. only been to one Royal Rumble, but it's not a battle royal. It's a Royal Rumble. Come on, Joe. Yeah. Would you would you count World War Three WCW old ones as a battle royal? Because all the guys were in their three rings at once. Yeah, because I think so. that's literally called a battle royal. Okay, so I've been to a battle royal then. So I've been to two. Yeah, because I think the one mania where they did the Andre, I was out in the concourse talking to people. So yeah, okay. The Dallas well, one, WrestleMania thirty two. No, uh, 31. Th- 31. 31. Yeah. The one that San was Francisco Corbin won that one. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, I, yeah, go ahead, Jay. Yeah, I no, just, I was going to say, I don't really so want to think we need to get into rat WrestleMania stuff because, you know, nah, I think we've we're already done it. that. I think. Yeah. You know, now well, you guys well, can go back to the night one and night two reaction pods and videos. Those are all up. Um, oh, one last that, thing. One last thing. You made that joke earlier about me being like on like another level during night two. Mm. The adrenaline rush from a WrestleMania is unlike your soul. anything. And I purposely didn't say that because that's lame, Joe. I did though. Uh, and Brian I, I left. Laughed. <laughs> it was just a it was just one of those things that, you know, it's just excitement and you know, it's 80,000 people, and it's like the yeah. Super Bowl. And I did find out some fun stats about WrestleMania. It's the seventh largest sporting event in the world every year. Mm. Don't know what the other ones are, but to me, it felt bigger than the Super Bowl this year. You'd so. think so. Um, I- I'll get one more question in about just, I mean, biggest pop, biggest reaction to something, anything like that stand out? I mean, Shane, because it was a surprise. Okay. That, okay. I, mean, that, I mean, obviously we know what happened now, but like Shane was a big surprise. Yeah. You know, the Ray and Dom entrances were next level. Yeah. And, you know, the, you know, the, the, the edge, there was all the rumors that Christian and Gangrel were going to be part of this entrance, which didn't happen. Uh, then we had Balor, you know, with the smoke, you know, the smoke flares and, being the, the purple smoke. There was a little bit of purple in his paint, but um, I mean, it missed the, the general shock and awe yeah. of uh, Roman winning. Have you guys seen the video of that dope up top trying to like oh, I saw a off? second of that, yeah. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Um, wow. You know, I wish Kevin was here because, you know, he's the de- degenerate gambler of the four of us. 
Roman was like a 2,500 point or 2,500 underdog. So if you'd have bet a hundred, you'd have won $2,600. Yeah, that's crazy. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to do that, but um, yeah. So, I mean, just watch WrestleMania and you can hear it. Um, obviously mm-hmm. there were things that didn't register well. Cause you know, we had dopes running, trying to get along the rail both nights to, you know, whatever, this pain in the ass lady kept like bumping me from behind and she's all over the TV. I, the, the few matches I have watched, she's just like, it's like, what the fuck are you going to do with that video? You're not doing anything with it. Like she like filmed the entire thing. Like how does your battery last? that <laughs> Right. That's a better question. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if there's anything about WrestleMania, yeah, let's do that. Now, if not, you can uh, send a DM uh, at that WrestlePod on social media, that WrestlePod at gmail.com. Or you can leave a comment in the uh, YouTube comments below, yeah. below, down below us. You can do that too. So uh, reach out. Let's talk about whatever. It's a it's a hell of a weekend, and the news leaked on Sunday, and then became official on Monday morning that for the first time since 1950, under Vince McMahon Sr., the WWE will be under new ownership in a purchase by the Endeavor Group. Endeavor, who's also the owner of UFC and is essentially doing a, a merger of the two companies, but they're, they're still separate businesses. And as a result, Vince McMahon will remain in charge of WWE under the ownership of Ari Emanuel at Endeavor and Triple H is to remain head of creative. But Vince, uh, in an interview with CNBC, was asked if he'd be involved in creative and he gave a Yes and no answer. I'm not going to be in the weeds, as he said, but uh, don't know if we believe him after seeing Raw. Uh, the deal will have to get approval. It's not official, official, but that's expected to happen if it does uh, later in 2023. Um, Jay, I know you've talked a lot, but I, I wanted to go to you first because that's fine. you're the biggest UFC guy uh, of us. And when they purchased uh, Endeavor purchased USC a few years back, I wonder if there's any changes as as a fan that you noticed experienced made that maybe like a foreshadowing of what wwe fans can expect and i'm also the biggest fan of my own voice so i am more than welcome to talk <laughs> uh no someone has to be <laughs> so i mean your wife is actually the number one fan but that's you know we want to get into that so um no it's true when uh endeavor purchased the ufc it was the Monday following UFC 200. Oh, wow. Huge event. The Brock one. Yeah. That, yeah, Brock was on that. Yeah. Brock Marcant. It was I don't follow. It was Jones DC, but it ended up <laughs> being right, Jones though. and Anderson mm-hmm. Silva. Uh, Amanda Nunez defeated Misha Tate yeah. and won the, the title there, which started her run as the greatest woman fighter of all time. Um, and they bought it for $4.6 billion. When the Fertitas and Dana White bought it, they bought it for $2 million. So the yeah. profit, <laughs> little profit there. <laughs> so obviously the similarity of they bought the, they are going to, they made the announcement the 12 hours after WrestleMania ended, you know? So yeah, just like when I, I woke up to 48 text messages from you guys, my Texas guys and just random friends that know I'm into this stuff. Um, no real changes. Like, unless you would know. And for me, the, 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 the changes that really bothered me, um, about the UFC was it seemed at that point, the only thing Endeavor was worried about was making their $4.6 billion back. And what I mean by that was like, 
Then it was all about super fights. Mm. It was all about, you know, people jumping weight classes. The rankings didn't matter anymore. So, like, those types of changes to the sport of mixed martial arts, to me, was a big deal. Now, anybody else, it's like, oh, you're just a fucking, you know, you're this, you're that. Like, no, like, I believe that sports and rankings and that shit should matter. So, I didn't like those. However... Um, this was also around the time that the, uh, I believe it was the Reebok deal, uh, came shortly after or shortly before, which meant no personality for the fighters, no sponsors on the trunks, no, uh, sponsored banner that you would hang in the cage before, yeah. as they were getting announced. Like none of that happened, uh, after this, you know, they were trying to make it a legitimate sport. So uniforms and, and, and that type of stuff. So uh, those were things that I, I didn't really like. Now, I don't really think we're going to get a lot of change in WWE. You know, I, I mean, people online are, are morons and we're like, oh, of course, the UFC guy beats up Cody. Well, dipshit. Brock is more WWE than UFC. <laughs> Learn. So are people You're, actually saying that? Oh God, yeah! I got a text message I've, I've, on I, Monday night from a friend who he doesn't watch. This I'm sorry, I, I I've been off social media because of this <laughs> for a oh, reason because yeah. I like to I I I really respect my own mental health, so I'm not going to yeah. look at any of that so, social media garbage. I mean, hell, Monday night I got a text message. This UFC shit fucking sucks. I'll just stick to uh, AEW. I'm like, okay. I literally hit okay like five times on a friend. <laughs> it's like, shut the fuck up. Okay. You don't know what you're talking about. That's funny. So um, I don't want to see crossovers. I don't. We saw how bad that was in AEW. We saw how bad that was in Impact with American Top Team in both, which is kind of crazy. Um, I do think we're going to get more you know, fighters in the crowd at wrestling shows, wrestlers in the crowd, you know, it's harmless. This, yeah. You know, tomorrow they already is, doing that to a sure. point, but I think it's going to yeah. be a lot more now. Now, of course, uh, tomorrow, if you're listening on Friday, so Saturday, Israel Adesanya is uh, fighting. And when uh, last summer he did an undertaker entrance with right. triple H, Nick Khan, uh, Pat McAfee and, and Stephanie McMahon sitting in the front row. 20 so that, minutes after Money in the Bank just I was going to say, yeah, that was the Money in the Bank night. Because I was at Money in the Bank, and then I walked across the street to UFC. Yeah. So, like, I don't want to see fighters in the ring. You know, everyone thinks that Izzy is ideal for WWE. Everyone thinks Conor McGregor is ideal for WWE. And that very well may be true, but I don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do want to see is once these broadcast deals end, now – I may have these backwards, but WWE's deal with Peacock is supposed to end in 2026 and UFC's pay-per-view exclusivity with ESPN plus ends in 2025. And if I did get those mixed up, I I do apologize. Um, I haven't really slept much this weekend. I'm trying to learn about, and you're not in the board meetings with as much as possible. Um, But this, these two companies are going to form a brand new company. Entity, um, yeah. Entity. And it's going to be publicly mm-hmm. traded yep. on the stock exchange under the letters TKO. Correct. I'm not sure if it's just 
that's just a code that they picked or if that has something to do with what this new name is going to be. But what I want is for them to create their own streaming service. Get off Peacock. You know, get off ESPN Plus. Go to their own creation where you get all the WWE pay-per-views, all the UFC pay-per-views, all the original programming for a price. Now, I'll ask you both. If that were to happen, what would you pay per month for all of that? So essentially, the WWE Network in its original form, and, and UFC has the Fight Pass, right? But Fight Pass, everything you had to pay separate, or you went to traditional okay. pay-per-view for UFC. Yeah, you do pay-per-view. This was all yeah. inclusive. So all, all in yeah, one. Everything, yeah. The network, including UFC pay-per-views, everything. I think I would do... Hmm... Maybe up to thirty dollars a month, Joe. What twenty Whoa, for uh, sure? I wouldn't. No, not even. But close, you're not a UFC, not a UFC guy, guy. Yeah. So but if that's how, what I what I typically what I typically do with like streamers, which they're doing now, they do the year uh, pricing now. A lot of okay. streamers are doing like you can get the year, and it's basically like a little bit of a discount. So right, I would see okay. what the year pricing would be, yeah. and if it was if if I had to deal do it because I'm not a UFC guy, I would look at what the year pricing would be with ads because again, I'm not going to watch the UFC stuff. So you I might. don't want to pay extra for something I'm not going to use. I might, but as of now, I wouldn't. Like the so only thing that really matters point? to me. My price point would be a hundred dollars for the year, maybe one twenty. Well, eight, eight Joe, nine bucks. We might with you may have to be with removed ads. from this podcast in twenty twenty six. So, <laughs> I like your idea, Jay. Um, I, I like the idea. I would go. I would go around thirty to fifty yeah. per month. I don't think people will pay for it. I don't. I, I bet you they would because UFC pay per views right now are seventy nine dollars a month. Right, and, and WWE pay per views were that much before. No, they were the forty nine. 39 they were 29 to 39 then 49 yeah yeah but that's right for we'll just say 30 bucks a month times 12 360 dollars a year to get all of that that's a fucking steal and even if you paid for the year say 300 bucks i would do that too because that's three yeah 25 and a a quarter pay-per-views for ufc and if they gave the option of just like a tier which is just wwe I don't think they're going to do, do that because it's the same company now, and they're going to try to they are going to try to pair up these two entities as much as possible. Well, especially we'll, we'll on cross a that bridge service. in twenty twenty six. Well, if you're still, an interesting idea. Is, uh, w- w- if you're still on the show, <laughs> well, I, believe me, by twenty twenty six. By twenty twenty six, I may have missed three episodes. And we'll still be questioning that. You know, in twenty, I mean, look, Joe. MJF might be starring in fucking hairspray uh, in 2026. <laughs> that I was joking because who cares Chicago. about uh, Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Rock of Ages. I don't know. Um, he's from heaven. Yeah. Fun. We'll get into that. We'll get into that shortly. Um, Joe, Joe, let me ask you because you, you're different. Jay, Jay's hardcore UFC. I am different. I'm, yes. Pink in many boy. respects. But in this topic specifically, Jay is hardcore UFC. I am a UFC fan. You're no UFC. So no. when you when you talk about, you know, them, quote unquote, merging as a company, I mean, do you have any 
as a fan do or don't want to see? Does it not bother you? Is no, it doesn't bother me. It makes be? sense. Yeah. Okay. I think it makes way more sense than the rumors of like Disney buying them. I'm like, oh no, the audience don't they don't mesh. Yeah. They don't I gotcha. like you don't grow either way. Now you got those hardcore UFC guys who like stick their nose up at uh WWE are now part of the same umbrella. And you got hardcore WWE guys who are like, I'm not interested in UFC are now like, especially if they do the cross uh, uh, streamer may will start watching some of it or seeing things from the past, things of that nature. Cause again, Brian, you tried to take me to a UFC event. I went with you. It was the worst event in UFC history. And it was my first foray into UFC where the point where, what was it? Dana White, the next day apologized for how bad so. it was. And that was the what? first one I watched. And I'm like, what, I'm never what, watching it again. Which one was that, Brian? Do you remember? Anderson Sil- that main event was Anderson Silva versus oh. Damian Maya. Oh, it was nothing it, but oh wait, guys wait, I don't I don't, I don't remember doing this. I don't remember the fight, but I know I've seen Damian Maya before, and he loves to go to the ground. Yeah, so, he's a big jujitsu yeah. guy. So, like, Anderson would do one punch, and Maya would go, Okay, I'm going What's on the ground. Just be like come, come on over to me. And so they would go, Nope. And I would just I, kick his feet. And I was like for, for five rounds. Time, so it was and the whole time I was like, This. I thought these guys were supposed to be tough. I could do that and get yeah, the pay. It wasn't. It didn't work. <laughs> I saw so, Damian yeah, and Maya and Tyron Woodley, and Maya tried. I think he tried to shoot 34 times in the fight and Woodley stopped them all, but like four. So like, I thought it was an amazing display of defense from Woodley, but I can get someone who's not into it. I mean, hell, I remember the first time. There was an action. Yeah. Brian told me to watch. uh, It was, it was before I went to watch uh, my first UFC event was UFC 16 with Brian. Uh, he took me to a bar. It was uh, Brock Lesnar and Shane Carwin. The only reason he took me is because it was Brock Lesnar. Anyway, you know, Brock. Prior, prior to that, Brian says to me one night, I'm li- I, was in Ohio, I was living in Ohio. He goes, hey, tonight is the Ultimate Fighter finale. You should watch Roy Nelson and... Uh, <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, maybe maybe Kimbo? Who it was Kimbo, yeah. Oh and my all they God. did was dance. And I'm like, what the fuck? What is this, Brian? That happens What sometimes. is this? And then Boy you know, Nelson, couple, there's a name. And then years know. later, and then they say, and then they sing "Pennies from Heaven." <laughs> Fast uh, forward, but you know, but Brian took me. We went to a bar. Uh, Brian, do you remember that bar? The name of that yep. bar? We went yeah, it's to? called uh, Twenty Four Seconds Bar and Grill in uh, Berkeley. Uh, my my now wife was living nearby in Royal Oak, and I, I knew they had the fights. And yeah, we went and saw uh, Brock and Shane. Oh, Carlin, I remember that was, bar. Yeah, it's still there. It's still yeah. there. And uh, yeah. yeah, we went and uh, it was a, a entertaining because like Carwin was beating the hell out of Brock, but Brock survived the round and Carwin well, was gassed that he was able to take him down and, and submit him. And it was a, a really entertaining like eight minute fight. Well, what I remember about that, what got me hooked was uh, Brock Lesnar came out to enter Sandman. Oh, and yeah, that was his theme. That was like the. Oh, okay, this has a little bit of the wrestling element to it. And, you know, all these years later, I mean, I've been to like 30 UFC pay-per-view events. And, you know, if you come to my house, it's it's like a fucking museum out in my loft. But, yeah, yeah, we went way off the track until we started doing TWP MMA. Maybe we can uh, (laughs) talk to the board about that. But for now, um, 
I don't know. I, I'm excited to see what happens, but I really don't think there's going to be a lot of crossover other than appearances. You know, yeah. Cormier was the referee during the fight pit match. Um, he was in the know, crowd at NXT. This, yeah, uh, you know, this week because he, uh, Cormier was the only person Brock sat down with this week to talk. He's the yeah. only interview that Brock did, which is pretty amazing. Um, you know, Ariel Hawani, the greatest MMA reporter in the world, is doing some stuff with BT Sport over in England. So there's a he, he talked to everybody this weekend. He had Roman, Heyman, Cody, like everybody. I think he got Charlotte for a while too. Like there is a lot of crossover that could happen. I just hope it's not in the actual fighting or wrestling. So. Yes. Yeah. And, and for me, um, I mean, Jay, I like your model a lot better than the idea of WWE going back to the traditional monthly pay-per-views, which I don't know what will happen if that's what they end up doing for me. Seriously. Like exactly. It's a lot. It feels like, you know, it's the toothpaste is out of the tube. You've been giving these for me at a great price yeah. of nine ninety nine a month for Alabama many years now. Nine. If you want to, if yes, nine years, you're right. <laughs> that, actually, today's the anniversary of uh, Mania 30, yes. which was when they debuted. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if they want to pull that thing for WrestleMania, the two nights, you know, 70 bucks, I could live with that. But don't, don't tell me to do that for pay backlash and whatever else. So, you know, if, if, if that were to happen, this might become a, a flashback podcast. Like we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll talk about old shows. Like, Remember uh, when? when? <laughs> yeah. So there, there's that. Um, and the, one, the other one I think so this week, This week's episode, Great Balls of Fire. Yeah. <laughs> we look back at Batista versus JBL. Um, but one thing I think what will happen, uh, which I'm, I'm glad about being a fan of both, is I think this will probably eliminate no UFC and WWE on the same night. It's happened quite a bit. Uh, oh, in some yeah. instances, it's it, worked out. Like for UJ at Money in the Bank, oh, and was yeah. walk across the street. But uh, I think obviously, the smart businessmen, they're not going to well, put the competition or the know, poor, compete against each other like that. The Puerto Rico show is the night of a pay per view for UFC. See, there so, you go. Yeah. So, so I, 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 I imagine that'll, that'll, that'll be the last time uh, that this happens because I feel like. You know, I, I feel like there is a good percentage that are into both. And whether or not they can I'd be curious about that. Yeah. And whether or not they can convince the wrestling fan convert to UFC or convert UFC to WWE, only time will tell. So Jay, who gains more from this merger, the WWE or the UFC? Um, I actually think that it's I mean, financially it's obviously the WWE. Um, UFC, you know, you may have people that are the hardcore WWE and they're like, I'm not going to watch that shit. I don't want to watch that, that real fighting stuff Joe for whatever reason. His hand. Or <laughs> no, you may no, have, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't, but he was thinking, I, yeah. I, I don't actually know. I just think that there is so much positive that's going to come from this. Um, but I mean, I mean, the biggest negative for for what you just talked about was the if WWE goes back to traditional pay per view, that's going to yeah. be a big loss. How's, how's that going to work for their interest level? Yeah, I mean, that could though bring the return of the uh, you know the bars the, that are you yes. know a lot of yeah. bars that we're back at Buffalo Wild Wings for back at Hooters, <laughs> back at you know for Survivor Series. Yeah, so like. Right. You know, there's there's revenue to be made going back to traditional pay per view because 
while I'm not going to, I don't, well, I'm a fucking psycho. So while I say I'm not going to buy every paper, well, more than likely I would, but you know, you're going to have the people that can't afford $80 every month for a pay-per-view where they go and they pay $80 and have a meal for their family on a Sunday night. That makes more sense to them than spending $80 on a pay-per-view sitting at home. So I think the, I, I, you know, I honestly like thinking about this right now. And I know I had that question in front of me, you know, for a day now, but like, I don't know what the WWE does for the UFC, to be honest with you. And that may be a stupid answer. Merchandising. You think? Merchandising and getting more into that that. market of like merchandising and crossing over to like, Like, you know, um, not toys in in sense, but like basically, uh, I don't know, like other like sponsorships that they don't typically have and games and. They have games. uh, But the UFC games are terrible. And so are the WWE ones, but I keep buying them. And They're not, not bad. Them, so, well, yeah, but the UFC, <laughs> but it's like it's, but the UFC games are like you know they're out there. No one buys them, and they go on the clearance bin like within a couple months, and no one buys them then either. I don't know. I look at it as um very symbiotic, as in like they're both going to help each other. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, and what like UFC like ufc is going to help wwe with legitimacy with like their fight fans while wwe is a machine that just keeps going when it comes oh. to merchandising and oh, staying uh, relevant throughout the years no matter what so they're gonna get ufc to be a bigger name that they they are a big name they're gonna be even bigger now joe i, I like your point too yeah i wasn't really thinking about it like on the business side of things but i, I see exactly what you mean and i think i mean if this gets sense. me a mountain dew pitch black ufc card <laughs> i'm fucking down <laughs> give me uh, a, a fight card yes. with black lights with zombies on the cage yes, give it to me <laughs> give it to me now endeavor <laughs> <laughs> that that would all make it worth it uh, <laughs> I, I also think UFC gains more and I'll, I'll tell you why I think I mean I speak from experience I think naturally more people we grow up as wrestling fans it's more geared toward kids rather than UFC yeah. mixed martial arts so I think you know that's how it was for me for Jason for Kevin I think that could open up some eyeballs of WWE fans who haven't been interested in the UFC before and maybe you know get some more eyeballs on the UFC product the other thing is that why I think benefits UFC. I think because when you talk about like the fighters crossing over, the vast majority of UFC fighters, other than the heavyweights, they're not big, physically big. You put a guy like Conor McGregor, household name, all that popularity, all the new variety, you want to put him next to a guy like Drew McIntyre or Sheamus, it's not in the same stratosphere. He is like what was he usually weighing at Jay? Like one fifty five. He started as a he, he started as a forty five. Then he went out. He 45. won the title there. Went to fifty five, yeah. and then he did the first DS fight at one seventy, and now this uh, and then went back down to fifty five for Habib, and then the the uh, Poirier fights I believe were at fifty five as well, and okay. he's about to come back. And there's talks that McGregor Chandler, which may be a Cowboy Stadium. Uh, will be at 170 again. So yeah. I don't understand the weight classes as long as I've watched UFC. And I asked Forrest Griffin the question, and he said, well, bigger is better. Because in the UFC, you have to get to your weight. Um, 
whatever weight class you're in, you got to get to that weight cut. You have like a one pound grace period uh, by the weigh-ins, which are usually at 9 a.m. the morning before the fight. The morning, you know, if it's a Saturday fight, weigh-ins are between 9 and 11 on Friday morning. But then once you weigh in, you can get back to your whatever weight. And these guys put on like 20 pounds in a day. And I don't understand, one, how that's fair. But Forrest Griffin's explanation to me was bigger is better. So I get it. But like you've heard horror stories about weight cuts. And, you know, fighters have had to pull out of fights because they could barely walk or they could barely stand because they're so dehydrated. And then, you know, IVs and all these new ways to replenish. And, like, uh, I don't understand weight classes. I never have. And even with that explanation from a Hall of Famer, I I still don't get it. I still don't. It doesn't work for me. But you're right, Brian. Putting Conor McGregor in there against Sheamus or Drew McIntyre or Gunther, not going to make sense. But you put – Conor McGregor in there with like Johnny Gargano, Chad Gable, yeah, Chad Gable might make a little more sense. I don't want to see any of that. I don't. Yeah, so I I think there's a lot of things. And Joe, to a good point, yeah, Big Show and Floyd Mayweather worked, and that was a a skeptical one. So you know, I'm sure there's exceptions to the rule, but yeah, I don't see a whole lot of WWE benefit to UFC fighters crossing over. Uh, Exceptions to the rule. John Jones would be an exception. Yeah, maybe McGregor with the right opponent. Could be an exception, but I just don't see WD gaining a lot of that. So again, I, I would put that in the the UFC column. Yeah, well, we'll have to wait and see because yeah, lot, lots the sale of isn't. It's wait not even see. final. Um, Long term yeah. booking, right? Indeed, <laughs> it is. And, and this real life case of uh, the WWE purchased by Endeavor. Let's so, move. Uh, no, well, one, one last thing. Yeah. What do you guys think about Vince's mustache now that it's gone? Oh, what a disaster! Black hair. What a disaster zone. I, I did love the the one of like, there'd be so many memes, so many captions. And the one that yeah. got me the most was like, you know, he's, he's, he's trying to foil Batman's latest plot or, you know, just I liked, about uh, like the penguin, you know, like I liked uh, the one I saw was Vince McMahon still trying to get photos of Spider-Man. Cause he looked like the one with the uh, major bison from street fighter two. That one was a good one. And, and then he's uh, also trying to rob a bank or uh, rob a train, yeah. train heist, <laughs> or <laughs> or Brian, Brian, you know this one from The mm-hmm. Simpsons when uh the power plant got sued and had to give up that money, the monorail episode, oh, yeah. and Mr. Burns came with the fake mustache <laughs> saying we should give it back to the uh yeah I like that one. It's like oh, oh Vince God. is trying to pull Mr. Burns. Um, yeah, that's, so that's okay. So let's let's move yeah. on from WrestleMania and the sale because. The sale conversation is going to go on for a long time. And, you know, yeah. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm okay with it. Like, it's I mean, better than, I mean, the, uh, remember the uproar of what, two months ago, Saudi, Saudi. Arabia is buying the WWE. And, and the idiots like, ran with Dixon's on the cow. Yeah. yeah. And, and because it was a hashtag, it all just started from like some rumor on Reddit, apparently. Like every yep. credible <sighs> journalist said, this is not imminent. This is not happening. So, you know, wh- whether you agree with if you're a UFC fan and you agree with what Endeavor has done in their ownership, that's one thing. But that's all cosmetic compared to if you want to talk about Saudi Arabia and the questions that would come up if they were to be owners. So I think it landed a great place. Uh, what the valuation was, what, $9.3 billion. So, I mean. But the company with the UFC is going to start at a value of $21 billion. 
for both. Exactly. Yeah. Together. Yes. So, yeah. so I mean, interesting. You can't, can't beat any of that. So let's talk um, the raw after mania. Jay, you were there. I was um, there. <laughs> let's first off, we have to, how do we, how do we best say this? I guess there's only one word. We have to acknowledge that you were acknowledged by Roman Reigns. Because <laughs> it literally, we have the footage. Yeah. He points right at you. He does. It's fun being <laughs> me sometimes. <laughs> it's true. And we're social. And it was because you picked them in the WrestleMania picks. Me, Joe, Kev, uh, me, Joe, Kev all said Cody. And you stay true to Roman Reigns, and and he yeah. gave you an acknowledgement point. We have the footage. So to our crazy. socials. <laughs> so let's start with that, but but yeah. go go into your experience. I know there was a uh, a moment that you want to talk about of uh, an an old an old friend that came back for the crowd, if you will. So during the women's tag match, there was a beach ball incident. Uh, the beach ball made its way around uh, when a uh, security guard woman, probably in her 50s, grabbed the beach ball. She got booed pretty bad. She then pops the beach ball, gets booed again, then stands up and hits everyone with a suck it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She totally redeemed sitting, herself. <laughs> I was sitting right Face there. turned. I laughed my ass off. That's great. And and I texted Brian. I'm like, remind me about the beach ball on Thursday. Cause I had, (laughs) I laughed my ass off and it was just so ridiculous, but like, and and you fuckers with the beach ball, just stop it. Like I am the the most anti beach ball guy in the game. He hates the the beach. He hates balls. He hates beach. balls. Uh, um, That's Jason for you. But Raw, you know, it's the Raw after Mania. It's supposed to be the greatest Monday Night Raw of the year. It wasn't. No. It just wasn't. No, it, uh, it, it was bad. It started off strong. Yes, Triple H acknowledging Roman. Cody. No one saw Brock Lesnar coming out as the tag partner. No, that was a shocker. Which was amazing. And that's what, like... I thought, okay, this is what the Raw After Mania is supposed to be. Surprises, returns, debuts, which we didn't get any. Um, and then, of course, what happened at the end of Raw, um, Brock beat the shit out of Cody. And I was, I loved it. And everyone's all bent out of shape and losing their mind. And, you know, like, we need that. And How can like, people be upset over Cody? If he had to move on to somebody else, moving on to Brock Lesnar, yes. how can people be upset about that? Like Brock yeah. Lesnar no, is great. like a, he's bigger than the championship. I know he just faced Omos and a whatever, but it's Brock. You can see uh, Brock hitting Omos with uh, the F5 and getting the win on our YouTube channel. Now at almost right. 4,000 views. So Beautiful. pretty exciting there. Pretty exciting stuff there. Uh, but this is the beginning of the next chapter of Cody Rhodes, the hard times chapter, you know, he lost to Roman. He's finally has adversity, you know? Yes. He tore his peck, but that was his own doing. This wasn't storyline. Like he has adversity. Now he hadn't lost in a year, you know, 
this is what Cody needs for the story to continue. I'm imagining it's going to be Brock and Cody at WrestleMania Backlash Mania, but you know, maybe the winner gets Roman. You know, that's how Brock gets away with the, you know, last summer was the last. And if we're going to get Brock and Roman at SummerSlam again, I am all for it. Oh, of course no. you are. Well, okay. Hey, real quick though, because they made a big deal about <laughs> this of like that Brock, because of SummerSlam that we went to, couldn't face Roman again. Yeah, they, like, said, I they I, said that was the final showdown or the last match. I, I had no recollection line. of that like stipulation or anything, Joe. I, 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 when when they no, made a no big, recollection, like, but yeah, they're like we know that how could he do this? The person who was in charge of Raw doesn't really follow storylines. Let's just be honest. It was a total Vince show. And I'm not trying to dog on it, even though it was terrible. I knew something was up when the first hour was commercial free and we didn't get a match until like 8.50 and it was almost versus Elias for like four minutes. And then we we have more like nonsense. And then, yeah, it's like we only, we had like the fewest amount of wrestling matches that Raw's had in months, and I'm like, am I gonna have to get the timer out again? It was like 30, I had to in SmackDown. 35 minutes of wrestling this week. It was right. awful. That's wow. the thing that bothered me the most. So I feel like we have to do it again. Go to wonermaneuver.net, buy oh. the merch, <laughs> make, make Raw, Raw great, great again. again. You can get a shirt. We're doing that after one podcast week? that I oh. have here. Yep. <laughs> I'm or, not. Whatever, whatever, whatermaneuver.net, yeah. uh, TWP page. Get your own TWP 2.0 shirt. Buy the merch. Look make at this. Raw great again. <laughs> oh, I was ready. I was nice. ready for once. that. We did nice it once. Job. So, we did yeah. it once. We made it happen. We can do it again. You don't need to go to SmackDown and chant Fire Vince because, as a Lions fan, fanning. Oh no, he froze. Did he, did he freeze Vin, for you? Vin, Vince froze him. <laughs> he was about to say Fire Vince, and Vince McMahon so, jumped into our. Let's make team. it happen. Oh, <laughs> you did freeze. Yeah, uh, he's, okay, he's frozen now. You're still, I think, Oh, okay, there you is. go. No, the last I thing said, you said was, I, as a Lions fan, and then God struck fan, you down to say, how chanting, dare you? No, as a Lions fan, chanting Fire Millen did not work. It just basically was finally like when they stopped going to games is when it worked. Yeah. You can't chant Fire Vince when they already have your money. They don't care. Yes. No, you're right about that. Uh, they, any reaction is a good reaction. They've always said but, that. Whether they're booing, cheering, as long as they're reacting. This yeah, will is. work. This has worked before. What a maneuver. We can make that. it happen again. Yeah. TWP it worked. By that I, wrestling podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it worked. Just like I Roman actually pointed at me. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> yes, I seen it. Did. Saw it with my own if eyes. you can be delusional, so <laughs> No, not at all. It's video proof. There's no Brian, AI well, Brian on Brian made the video. So. I saw it. It's right there. Um, no, you're right, Joe. Uh, when, when the first there match you go. was... There you go, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> when the first match was Omos versus Elias, I went, what? Wait, what? What are we doing here? Don't you want the crowd Why? to enjoy the show? Uh, we had that. We had the Seth that was just a sing-along. Jay, you don't sing. so you No, even, I don't sing. How long was that? <laughs> you're just standing there. It went to commercial, and then he just walked away. Now, reports are that he went out, and when he got out there, they said, hey, we're cutting this segment. Right. So, like, if this whole Vince ran Raw thing, and, 
you know, format sheets were coming throughout the show. I mean, only time will tell. Because apparently yeah. Rollins was supposed to get interrupted by Pretty Deadly. That would have been fun. Oh, I was so... Because they're, like, they're fun characters. Those yeah. guys make me laugh. I'm so entertained by those guys. And, I mean, I don't know what they'll do re- main roster, but still, it was... Uh, yeah. yeah. It, so the set thing, it didn't really like we literally like what what was that for? Yeah. You know, yeah. Just for the crowd like or watching that break? TV. I didn't there was even watch that. There was the there was a women's number one contender Thank match. You. Of the well, that's what that lost. Beach ball mania. Right. That's what that was. That's, that's what happened, happened then. Yep. In the but, but we also like the next day, my wife pretty much like, you know, nailed it when she went, Triple H told us this was gonna happen. He said nothing is changing. Everything's staying the same. That was his way of saying nothing is changing. We're not moving forward. Vince is back. That's what she well, took out of it. She's like, but Meltzer she, reported she warned us. Meltzer reported Vince ran Raw Monday and Triple H is going to run SmackDown tonight. And it's like, let's see who does it better. Maybe for the new ownership yeah. or maybe Vince was just trying to show how big the grapefruits were. By, you know, jumping back in that chair. And I mean, there are so many things we don't know. And I don't know. I mean, the Internet's trash. So, like, let's just give it a chance. Yeah, that's my thing. I'm not. Let's just jump and ship after one Monday. It was it was a bad it was a bad show. We can all agree with that. And I felt great there. Good start. Good finish. Jay, to to that point, I because I I think there is a couple of factors on this. Uh, I feel like. The raw after mania, like the 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 uh, the aura of the crowd and how that is, I think it's dead. And I think for dead. two, I think it's for two reasons. Number one, you lived it, Jay. You're exhausted by the mm-hmm. time you go to two WrestleManias, and maybe you're somebody else who's crazy and does SmackDown, SmackDown Hall of Fame, NXT. NXT. Like, I think people are just like, all right, I am fucking tired. Okay. Oh, so I'm excited, but I'm fucking tired. What, what, so, what's your, what's your other, other I, th- I think the, the, the tr- yes, I think that's number one. I think the other one is just the true hardcore deep wrestling fans are now on AEW. I, I can see that, but also it's the third thing you're not too. factoring in it's LA. LA fans so, show us. Oh. I mean, LA fans, oh, okay. don't, they're right. more worried about being at an event than what the actual event is. I mean, hell. I saw the cast from Bel Air. Uh, O'Shea yep. Jackson Jr. Uh, was actually who Roman pointed at, not me, but I was in the I kind of site. So the video works that he pointed at me, but and someone actually believed it on our YouTube channel, but that's besides the point or uh, on Facebook. Um, that was me. It, it's a full, <laughs> was me. it was a full, I, I mean, it could be all three of those things. And obviously, you know, the direction change, if that's yeah, what's going on right. here. So we'll find out. Right. What happens on SmackDown tonight if you're listening on or watching on Friday? And, of course, Monday, you know, I don't know where Raw is on Monday, but I'm, I'm hoping it's a big wrestling city because they need that crowd because L.A. was not it. No, no, I, I could think it's all any and all those factors. And, Jay, you, you talked a little bit already about the the, the Brock and the, the hard times that Cody's going through. There's a lot of speculation. That's that's the route, right? It's the Cody's got to go through the hard times. So, Joe, now that we're, we're maybe seeing down this path, do you think that's the right choice or would you still have had Cody win at Mania? I would rather have Cody win at 
Mania, but if he doesn't, I can see them, and I think I sent you guys a text message too, doing the John Cena after he lost to The Rock route. Yes, yeah, that similar that one, build it back like up. the year-long journey where it's like, you know, Cena was like, I'm losing everything, even though you beat Brock, you won money in the bank, you were winning all these matches, but you're at these hard times. It's yeah. like, Cody does need, like, I was afraid that Cody was going to turn the Daniel Bryan route of after he won at Mania 30, he didn't really, he feuded with Kane or after the Dean Ambrose route where he finally won and he he feuded with Dolph Ziggler. So I guess building him up even more could complete the story better, but Mania, Mania 39 in Hollywood I mean, it's a storybook ending that they didn't do. I guess Mania 40 is bigger because it's 40. I don't know. Right. <laughs> it was deflated. Be, be, if I could do the juxtaposition, you know, me and Kevin just like, wow. And then Jay, who had Roman, of course, just like, yeah, it was the best. It was so good. I like, no, going back to the uh, extra, Jason saying that, oh, I had Roman. I'm the best picker ever. Even though you admitted that you tried to tank it. <laughs> so, well, was that big? Except, you except for to that. Tank one. It, or except was it for that except for that one? That yeah. one? No, I knew I didn't need more shirts, even though I bought more at the Amundsen this true. week. But um, I just I purposely picked what you guys didn't, and but I really did feel Roman was going to win. So yeah, I thought there uh, was you, a Brian, chance. You, but I was still Brian, surprised. Brian, you said I only got two right out of the whole weekend. Is that true? I I closed. I closed. The <laughs> it was You're like two up. or it was two or three. It wasn't good, I man. I was like, "What is going on?" All your well, points. I felt like I. I felt like I should have got extra <laughs> points for getting Ray, only one to pick Ray. You did have Ray. Yeah, we all had Dom. Um, yeah. Otherwise, who knows? And and, then, and not, not important. I'm the winner. All I know is you're right. It doesn't matter. Yay, I Brian. Won. Shirts are on the way. Yeah. Thank you. Brian Thanks. won via technicality on a tiebreaker. Yep. Good but we still we had, had the same tiebreaker. amount of wins. Yep. Yep. Oh, wait. Is that what it came down to? It, it was. was a tiebreaker. It was. Oh, I, I didn't the, know I that. The, yeah. It came down Brian, to the oh, night oh. guesses. Same amount of wins. It was, okay. a, it was the tiebreaker of the night guesses. So wow. technically, I have guessed the most amount of wins three years in a row. But mm-hmm. that tiebreaker got me this year. Wow. I just know, I know how to I know how to book a two night mania and put what shit what matches. Yeah, good luck. Night. Luck. I'm good good, at that, yeah. You were being lucky. Uh, All right, you screwed fine. me again, Brian. So I, to, <laughs> but, get, to get but back, I'm on glad Brian hard. won because he needed more shirts. Yeah, if anyone I does, do not. It is me. Um, to get back on topic with Cody. Um, so what I come back to is uh, what uh, Dave Lagreca said on Busted Open because he was furious. Absurd. So absurd. At his point, and I I alluded to this in the post show, saying, I'm worried this is Lex Luger beating Yokozuna to by DQ after the whole fucking Lex Express that we're gonna get this new champ, and it didn't happen. And I'm worried for Cody. I'm worried. I'm legitimately worried. And LaGreca said it best of just like, Yeah, we want to make it a bigger moment moment. And he said, What fucking moment is bigger than the main event of WrestleMania 30? one thing that's wrong about that Lex Luger in 1993 was in a bad place mentally Cody Rhodes in 2023 is the poster boy of all media appearances and doing you, all yes, things you so, would think so it's not okay. like it's a business standpoint you don't yes you don't take 
a guy who's like the golden goose of Cody Rhodes who can make any appearance and look classy in this new uh, merger and say all the right things and do all the right things for the kids, the charities, and the media events. There's no way it's Lex Luger. LaGreca, you got upset. It happens, but you weren't thinking. Well, obviously... Triple H remembered the throne. <laughs> I really, I really think that was like 5% of the reason for <laughs> he's at. that motherfucker. I'm going to get him for doing that. shit. I know <laughs> no one can convince me. Otherwise I totally None. believe that I boy. I mean, the reaction was strong, not just from this fans, but uh, what it's Amanda Huber, Brody Lee's uh, widow. Mom. Yeah, oh, yeah. There, there's negative one in the front row getting the weight who belt. T- who jumped? Yeah, who jumped? The second AEW. I mean, he, he has to... an AEW contract, so yes. I mean, yeah, technically. yeah. Negative one is all WWE. I, I think I saw the graphic, um, and I thought she tweeted right after the match, like that was the wrong decision. I mean, people were but hurt. Oh, oh, Freddy, oh, I did not Freddy tell you. Freddie Prince Jr. said it was the wrong decision, too. And that's like, you know, Jason's guy, WWF. Saw Freddie Prince Jr. at Raw. Also, saw Ricky Starks at WrestleMania on the escalator. Did him you and tell I went him that? Together. Yeah, did you tell him that you sat at the hibachi table with him on the cruise? No, I, 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 you know, that guy, after all the shit he caught at the Royal Rumble from For being security cam, yeah. I just yeah. was like, I said, because I tapped Michelle, I said, hey, look. Because she knows who Ricky Starks is from the crews, from the hibachi yes, table yeah, and the photo yeah, session. The hibachi table. You know, and, and he's hey, a good looking dude. Hibachi. So, Ricky so like, Hibachi Starks, he's now known as. Yeah. So Happy um, birthday. Well, speaking of Starks, can we get into AEW and, and real, what happened real, right off the one last question on oh, that okay. uh, before we get to it? So oh, wow. no, just talking episode. about <laughs> yeah, natural, is, but, tran- natural transition is- there. Big stuff, though. This is a okay. lot happening this week. Does Cody... Too big for one night. <laughs> <laughs> does, Co- does Cody have to beat Roman eventually? Does he have to? Or or maybe like the title split and he wins one and that's cool. But if, if you're booking, what show would you do the rematch? Would you go to SummerSlam, Mania 40, something else? How would you plan that out, Joe? I, oh, First off, does, does he have to beat Roman? He has to beat Roman. He has to. Anything else is uh, anything else is just like secondary. It'll be if he beats somebody else, that means that he beat a transitional champion because the way Roman's reign is going, anyone who doesn't go a year is a transitional champion at this point. So yeah. he he has he has to beat Roman. And as much as it bothers me because I don't want to do another year of this, it has to be at WrestleMania forty. Unreal, another fucking year, Jay. Yeah, but the thing is, he's never on TV, so they can still build up the IC and the US I know, but I don't want to build them up anymore. I want the main event. Go ahead, Jay. I mean, does Cody have to beat Roman at this point? And if when when would a rematch be? Obviously, they're going to rematch eventually. Cody Rhodes goes against Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania Backlash. Up for grabs, a shot at the title uh he wins he beats brock however you know i mean brock doesn't really give a shit about losing at this point but no um the rematch happens july 25th madison square garden at monday night raw Cody cody says 
I only want the title that my father did not win. Cody wins. I mean, the build, the ratings pop for that night, midsummer. Yeah. Would be huge. He wins. And then either. Because then a week and a half later is SummerSlam. Right. So SummerSlam. we either get yeah. we get the third match of the three. Or there's something where Cody goes one way, Roman goes the other, and, and we just go on our way to, to SummerSlam. So that's uh, so we'll see how it plays out. I like because Jay Jay's thinking it's we're we're rolling along and by summertime where we're getting it, and Joe's thinking, I'll talk to you in a year when Cody and Roman <laughs> rematch again. Holy fuck, I don't know if I have the patience and, for it, but and I see. really think this is the last time that any of us should mention. The Rock, because I think yes, done. I'm done. No I more. haven't mentioned him in months. I'm done. Well, if he didn't do it, this I time, said it's Sunday, and I think we're done. That he was a show great, Monday. I think so too. Yeah, he's turning 51 I, next month. So yeah, and there was a great online. If you remember the Super Bowl, which was in uh, SoFi Stadium, he he showed up for that to do like the it's the Super Bowl. Year. If you smell, yeah. Yeah, last not three months. Not three months. Yeah, ago, not not three months year. ago. But he showed up for that to say, "If you smell," but he couldn't be bothered to show up for the last two WrestleManias, the last one at SoFi Stadium. So, yeah, I, I'm ready to close the book on all of that. Hey, all I, right. I got. I forgot to tell you, I saw Ricky Starks on the <laughs> You remember? You did tell me. Hibachi Starks. Shit. But speaking of Ricky Starks, let's talk about what happened to Ricky Starks on AEW Dynamite this week. Yes, uh, Jay White. Jay White debuted. He attacked Ricky Starks. That was a guy that was um, heavily rumored to to be going to WWE. He ends up going to AEW, which uh, it seemed curious just because of the he he left New Japan under like a never wrestle and, and leave New Japan forever. And of course, AEW does stuff in New Japan all the time. Um, Thought, thoughts on how he debuted attacking Ricky Starks? I think that's a fun, that could be a fun feud. Well, the problem is if you take a picture of Jay White and a picture of Adam Cole, they could easily be mistaken for each other. Hmm. And I feel like that's a problem. If Jay White went to WWE, the presentation would have been much bigger. It would have been a bigger deal. It would have been like AJ Styles showing mm-hmm. up at the Rumble mm-hmm. that year. So the fact that he showed up three minutes into the show, they beat up Starks, and if they're going to do another Bullet Club thing, because every promotion has a Bullet Club, whether it's by name or not, they have a Bullet Club. And then we don't hear from the rest of the night. So, like, I think it was a mistake to go to AEW, but I think that he, he fits in better at AEW because mm-hmm. – WWE is the land of monsters, the, the, big, the, the big boys, the giants, whereas AEW is the ultimate super indie. And I mean, I love Jay White. His matches are unbelievable. I just think that, you know, he's just another, just another guy. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it made sense on the surface just because of the past involvement with um, the Forbidden Door promotion, but I would have liked to see him in WWE. Listen, it, it can't surprise anybody if this whole rumor of the sale, Vince is back taking over the board, that maybe yep. somebody would go, ah, 
Right. Give me a go. I'll try and see what uh, here's under door number two. And uh, right. AEW is where he ends up. Um, we also got FTR. They're the new tag champs. The, of course, it was a lot of play uh, online. Jay, as you know, being uh, the Dax podcast. Uh, All right. You know, the contract being up and everything else. And on Thursday, like they're I, there to stay. I, I said to Cash, I said, man, I, I'm hoping I see you at the uh, stadium this weekend. Oh, shit. Did you? And he says, well, uh, we really wanted to go to Ring of Honor. But without the Briscoes, we're not going to Ring of Honor. So Interesting. And then, like I said on Twitter during the match on Wednesday, had FTR returned with old merch on, I would have thought they were going to lose. New merch. was a giveaway, right? Um, yeah. yeah. But I thought maybe that it would have just been a swerve. The guns would have won, but... You know, Tony Khan breaking out the checkbook to get many men from 50 Cent for the guns entrance theme. Uh, the guns apparently had an amazing time at Wale Mania Thursday night. Uh, people <laughs> were talking. So, and Tony Khan apparently is a big fan of 50 Cent, and he has tried to get 50 a part of AEW in some capacity, kind of like uh, Trina. <laughs> oh, I and, know. Uh, uh, Bow Wow. Other, and then some of these other rappers. But yeah, that's um, all good. He's a big, yeah, so big like 2000 hip hop band. And it looks like they are there to stay. Nelly's going to be there next week. Yeah. Um, obviously Hot winning the titles and the Vince thing probably played a factor. I, I agree. I would think so. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. He, they, they, I, and I do love that at least reading the transcripts of the Dax podcast, how, you know, him and, him and cash, they were always up front with Vince and vice versa. Basically that Vince, I know you don't love tag teams. I know you don't love what we do. So, yeah, I, I get it. And so you see that Vince is back in charge. Maybe not the spot for you. The other thing was the huge announcement from Tony Khan. I mean, enough with it the actually was. It actually was, though. Yeah, this one okay. I agree was a, it was a big announcement. I don't, I don't, it's a huge announcement, uh, but the, te- the tactic of promoting it for like four days ahead of time, was it really <laughs> worth that? They're just I'm trying sorry, to get the WrestleMania I just, bump. They're just trying yes, to try exactly. I'm sorry, but yeah. What? Yeah. I'm just laughing at uh I just the huge announcement and my wife does not watch AEW. So she was up when the huge announcements came on and this was her response. She went, What's with that guy's eyes? So I just had a flash Tony Khan for the first time. She oh, went, well, what I can't figure out. Eyes. What I can't figure out is why Adam Cole is always the announcement to, guy. To, it was to, Nigel to prevent, Yeah. Then it was Adam Cole. Like, why? Yeah. Why? To prevent booze. Because oh. where, where was where was Dynamite last night? Long I Island. Remember. Long Island. How okay, do you so not remember? Well, I, I was late. There was I a 40-minute... Like yes. sketch for that. I caught up later. Segment, whatever. No, so they had a good crowd, but you know, it's tough to be like the huge announcement is we're going to England, and the crowd be like, okay, I'm in Long Island. So, so all that's in I think of this. the second all in is gonna be at Wembley Stadium, uh in that, August, which is great. Deal. And that is a big deal. That yes, they, it is. Yes. So I mean it's about ninety thousand. Do you think AEW is big enough to fill ninety thousand seats, even if it's <laughs> 60 even we'll even go 60 just because of production and all that do you think that's possible yeah it's it's, that's tough to say because i don't know how england 
watches AEW and is consuming it and and how they're doing. Um, it's possible because they consume wrestling. They I do, love wrestling. Certainly. And I, I and the fact that it's their debut is is big. Yeah, it's not, yeah. you know, we've been here for a couple of years. This is this is our first time on soil. Um I th- I think if they were to get about what SummerSlam got in Nashville when we were there, which I think was like 50,000, maybe 60, that yeah. they should consider that a huge win. So to that what question. What did Kane say? What did Kane? Yeah, what did he say? Yeah. What, what did Kane say? He's the one who announced it. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, right. 89,000 or something. But uh, a half the stadium. But <laughs> half the stadium empty. Yeah, so. I'm not there. <laughs> um, so guys, yeah, because they need to fill up a big ass fucking stadium. What would you book as the main event for that show? I think that Phil Brooks, CM Punk is, is that under the play? contract. Is that I the think play? that's the play. Or yeah. Or if the rumors are true that Bailey asked for her release, Bailey and Sasha. Oh, as the main event of AEW. Yep. I think that's Forbidden Door. We get Mercedes. I think we get Mercedes at Forbidden Door. Uh, maybe not even the main event, but a main of one of the main events. But I think we're going to get. That. I think we're going to get CM Punk. I think we get Goldberg. I mean, I need laugh and boo and whatever you think, but Goldberg is a big ticket item. Uh, Sting apparently won the WCW title at Wembley State or Wembley Arena mm. like thirty years ago. So t- talks of Sting's um, retirement match probably against Darby Allen. I'm guessing. Um, I mean, it, there's a lot of ways we could go, but I do think CM Punk is in the main event of All In. I don't know against who yet, um, but I, I think it's CM Punk. I do. Okay. I was thinking so, CM Punk as well Punk for too? this. Okay. It's got to fill fill with Phil <laughs> and uh, <laughs> CM Punk, Kenny Omega, main event. Okay. Although Punk can keep up with Omega. I want to see, but it's um, so, but it's a story and it's the animosity of uh, the scrum. Yeah, maybe. I want to see uh, Kenny Omega versus Larry. Imagine the the T-shirts you could print with that. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, here's my match, and, and I, of course, I thought about if CM Punk would be back, maybe we put him in, but I, I'm not putting him in for my main event. My main event is a fatal four way. Of MJF, Moxley, Kenny Omega, and Jericho. Champion and three former champions, fatal four-way. I feel like AEW has not done some sort of multi-man main event. It's always been single matches. I think we're going to get that at all. Uh, we're we're gonna get that with yeah, this might be, you're right. This might be the one with the pillars. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. But, uh, Brian, I like what you're doing because you've got people from all different factions. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I was trying to work in Danielson in there, and I said, well, no, he hasn't been champion. So that's why I put Moxley in there. So we got MJF, Moxley, Kenny, Jericho, four huge names for AEW. Let's put them all at once and, and make it big and uh, go from there. Yeah, so that's it's exciting. That's, so, yeah, they're doing that, and then the next weekend is all out. Is what I read. Oh. So, yeah, so they're doing all yeah, in. Yeah, Labor Day, and, Memorial Day weekend. Exactly. Oh, that so, makes sense. Uh, I don't know if they're going to do, I haven't seen what this Wembley show will be as far as if it's on pay-per-view and then the next week they're doing a pay-per-view or, Probably. 
or if it's going to be, you know, TNT, uh, who knows? I haven't seen it yet. Um, but yeah, that's, that's going to be exciting to see how that plays out. And it's going to be a big, uh, benchmark for AEW as far as how, how they're going as a business, especially overseas. Yeah. Uh, all right. Quickly, before we say goodbye, we're going to say uh, rest in peace. Oh, Jay, we'll start something else. Go ahead. Do your rest in peace. And then uh, rest, I- yeah. Rest in peace to Bushwhacker uh, Butch. He passed away uh, earlier this week. Bushwhackers are a team that we all grew up on. And, you know, while they never, at least in WWF, never had like championships or anything like that. You know, the fact that they were over enough for just their entrance. Right. Just, just the, everybody knows. Yeah. That's it. That's it. So, you know, rest in peace to, to him. That's a, a, a team that uh, we all watched growing up. And uh, But you know, watching them as the Sheep Herders would oh. give nightmares. That's what you would hear about. So how how way hardcore before yes. hardcore was hardcore. Exactly. And then they went to WWE, and it's very similar to putting Dusty in the polka dots. Yes. Yeah. And good, they made good, it uh, work. Description. So, you know, um, I think Butch was the good one that him and Hogan were, were pretty chummy and like they would always be at the beach shop and doing appearances. But um, before we go, Brian, can I get 60 seconds on the clock, please? Oh yeah. Good idea. We haven't done one of these one minute remainings in a a minute and I will gladly do that for you. Ready when you are, my friend, should I count you down? Three, two, one, go. NXT stand and deliver. Deliver. It was amazing. All the matches were top notch, but the main event, uh, passing of the torch, Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes. We thought that was the end. We thought we were going to get Braun on Monday night. But Tuesday, Braun attacks Carmelo. So now we've got heel Braun Breaker, face Carmelo Hayes, which is going to be an amazing feud. But two matches, match of the year candidates. Go watch them right now. Dragon Lee and Nathan Frazier and Axiom and Wesley, two match of the year candidates from NXT television this week. Stand and Deliver was amazing. NXT television was amazing this week. And that is my one minute remaining. I'm out. Called the, the called the 46 seconds remaining. That was great, buddy. Nice job. Um, yes. And all, got 14 all well seconds of Joe sucks. 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 Joe I'm sucks. not running the clock. I'm, I'm sorry. Are we reading our text messages from two nights at WrestleMania? No <laughs> That's how it goes sometimes. No, yeah, NXT is doing really well right now. Um, Give it a chance. Braun, Braun's uh, spear on Carmelo popped me on uh, Tuesday night. It was fantastic. So, yeah, I'm ready for him on the main roster, but this is going to be a nice. I didn't see it coming Tuesday. I did not see that. Like, Mm -hmm. I thought this was just going to be it. Handshake. Sand off. But it's just interesting because Carmelo Hayes' character is not about respect. It's all about himself. So, I'm yeah. interested to see what good guy uh, Carmelo will be. And if the and if awesome. they're not going to call it Braun, try him out as a heel. Yeah, that's what I mean. Do it. Yeah, he really like hasn't been that much. Up, if they're not going to call him up, then mm-hmm. like let's see new Braun uh, in NXT as a heel. Let's see how that character plays out. Yeah, and, it hasn't been that much. Then, and it's stand and deliver. We got Ava Rain's debut in the ring. Uh, with the schism and chase you nice little swerve there would they thought duke was gonna go to the schism he put the shirt on and then hit the u and uh clean house two members of schism uh, apparently have asked for their release and uh yeah i love chase you love the u yeah absolutely all right well we've covered quite a bit on this week's episode of course guys 
check out our our YouTube page. A lot of great video from Jason's WrestleMania. And more to come. More to come. Make Raw great again. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for the positive vibes, Joe. We'll see how SmackDown is uh, later on tonight. But it is YouTube.com backslash that wrestling podcast at that wrestle pod for all the socials a lot of fun social stuff um this whole wrestlemania weekend and what a maneuver for that merchandise as you said joe dot net what a maneuver dot net yes dot what net. a maneuver dot net make frog great again we'll see we'll see how it plays out i'm brian that's joe that's jason have a great week and as always enjoy wrestling Fuck Rick Steiner. Thanks for listening. Follow That Wrestle Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. One, two, three, that's it!